welcome, welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And thank you guys once again for joining the Nine Innings Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Kevin Thompson, founder and CEO of Nine Innings Capital Group. Thank you guys for joining us. As I always say, subscribe to my channel here at Nine Innings Capital Group. As I always say, go and get my book, MLB to CFP, live on Apple Books. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can go to 980scapitalgroup.com, schedule an appointment, or ask questions there. If you have direct questions, type in 9innings at 9icapgroup.com and send us an email there and we can get your questions answered. Also, you know what we're here to do, to educate, empower, and engage, and that's what we're here to do today, to educate you. But uh, before we do that, don't forget to go to iTunes and subscribe to our iTunes podcast links there at 980s Capital Group and you can listen to all of our audio versions there. We think we have about 24, 25 different shows with interviews, experts, things like that. And of course, myself having conversations like we're having today. So today we're having a conversation about acronyms. I have I had a podcast previously about FOMO, which is the fear of missing out. But today we're talking about Tina. What is Tina? Let's get it. So Tina, T-I-N-A, what is it and why is it so important right now? Well, it's very important because Tina is... There is no alternative. That means there is no alternative or alternative investments that you can go into. Why is that? Why is that important? Well, first and foremost is that when we talk about Tina or there is, all the, there is no alternative, we're talking about a rising interest rate environment. And what we're talking about today is the fact that what alternatives do you have than putting monies towards the equities in, in, in stock markets? Well, let's talk about part one. Let's talk about cash. Well, people often say cash is trash. The reason they say that is because if you put money in cash right now, if you get out of markets, what you're, in, what you're inevitably doing is booking a loss. Why is that? Well, we just got the CPI numbers out recently. CPI is, at, as, 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 is very, very high. So your money has to at least keep pace or do better than inflation just to break even. And if you go into cash, what happens is you are getting a negative return on that cash, guaranteed. So when we talk about Tina not having an alternative, that's part one. Cash. What is your alternative to cash right now? I am not, a, I'm not against cash. I think having cash on your balance sheet is very, very important to cover the what ifs, the, the, the emergencies, and to have uh, what we call dry powder to buy into markets that may go down. So it's important to have cash, but it's also important to have a reason and why you're going into cash. Are you going into cash because you are afraid that markets will go down? Are you going into cash because you have alternative investment options that you feel may be better opportunities? Are you going into cash because you just don't know what else to do? Well, the reality is cash is not trash. Cash is a valuable piece of your portfolio because that allows you to do alternate investment styles that allows you to do what go into lower equity prices if they if they do come that also allows you to do what be very nimble on your portfolio to put money in different places and to take advantage of different types of markets 
and of course, different asset classes. So cash is not trash and there's always an opportunity out there, but you have to understand that if you go into cash, you have to have a time horizon around that cash. Are you having a six month time horizon, a nine month time horizon or, or one year time horizon? If that's the case, there are, there are alternative choices, but you have to understand that those alternative choices, even though they may come without risk, those alternative choices will have a negative rate of return based on the fact that it's in cash with inflation being so high. So one, cash, not a bad investment, not a bad strategy, but just understand there are caveats to that cash. Part two, Tina, there are no, there are no alternatives. Well, the reason being is because with rising interest rates, some people may, may want to go into bonds. What do we know about bonds? We know that when interest rates move up, bond prices move down to give you a higher, yielding, higher yield on those bonds. Ultimately, you lose what? You lose capital appreciation. So people don't want to go into something that they know is going to be a negative asset, a negative rate of return like cash and bonds. So they are typically saying that, well, now we have that Tina effect. There's no, there's no alternative because cash and bonds have a negative rate of return because of inflation, have a negative rate of return because of interest rates. Now, cash is a positive rate of return because of interest rates because the higher the interest rates, hopefully the savings rates will go up. But again, we just talked about inflation uh, that's, that's inhibiting those returns to a lower rate of return. So if cash is not a good place to put money, depending on your time horizon, if bonds not a good place, place to put money because you know that with rising interest rates and we know that they're going to raise interest rates five or six times for the rest of this year, bonds will go down. What are the alternative strategies that you can employ? Well, right now, that's why you see the market kind of hanging, hanging, uh, hanging around, not necessarily going down too much, not going up too much. It's just kind of being steady because people are pouring money into equities. The other alternatives will be some alternative investment styles, maybe private equity, things like that. But of course, that comes with some substantial risk. So we have to figure out in regards to Tina, what are the alternatives to going into cash or going into bonds? Well, right now, like I said, Tina, there is no alternative. That's the reality. People are putting more money back into equities because reality, there is no other place to get inflation adjusted returns. If you want to beat inflation, equity market is the only place to go at this point. Not necessarily true because there are other alternative asset classes that we won't speak about at this present time, but those alternative asset classes come with a larger amount of risk. So what can you do to offset risk and get a, a good level of return that gives you a little bit of more of a more of an inflation hedge? Well, we talked, we talked previously about I-bonds. You can only put a certain amount, $10,000 into an I-bond. Get, you get inflation-adjusted returns. And the beauty about the I-bond is that, hey, they, they, they readjust every six months and when they do new I-bonds. And of course, the new I-bond is going to be coming out here shortly. And there's going to be a higher, hopefully a higher inflation adjustment on that. Downside to that is you can only put $10,000 a year per person inside of an I-bond. So with that being said, hey, there is an alternative there. Two, we talked about equities, but equities come with risk. If we're headed to a recession, which many people 
kind of believe that we are. On my last podcast, I talked to you about the, the dynamics of the recession, the inputs to a recession. And if we are headed to a recession, which is a glo- which is a economic slowdown in our economy, where can we put money? Well, if we put money in the, in the stock market and we go into a recession, theoretically, you, you're going to have a lower stock market. But as, we, as we've seen over time, what happens during a recession? Yeah, markets may kind of go down, but generally speaking, when they hit that recession's peak, they end up going higher. So the alternative right now and in my, in my humble, uh, humble analysis is that equities is basically most people's only option. The reality is there are alternatives to where you're putting your money. We can talk about other types of strategies. As you know, we believe in what? Modern portfolio theory. We want to get as much level per level, much return per level of risk that we're taking. So with that being said, the alternative would be to reduce the risk that we're taking inside of our portfolio and still get a nice level of return in our overall portfolio matrix. Where could we do that, Kevin? Well, we can talk about other asset classes. We can talk about life insurance. We can talk about uh, different types of investment, whether it be private equity, like I just mentioned. We can talk about other asset classes out there, the commodities matrix, things like that. But we also have to understand how all this impacts your rate of return when they're put together. Like I mentioned, bonds will go down, have to. You would have to basically move your money to a shorter duration or a shorter maturity, which won't be impacted by rising interest rates as much. But there are opportunities out there. For example, T-bills. T-bills are being repriced on a weekly or monthly basis. Uh, they just came out with the, with the new treasury auction just today. Three, six, nine months are being repriced. With that repricing, you get a higher level of yield. Guaranteed by the government. Yes, I said guaranteed by the government. It's, not, it's, gar- it's guaranteed not to go down. So with that being said, if you can put your money towards a, a, a treasury for a short amount of time, let's just say hypothetically you have, Kevin, I'm going to go to cash for the next six to nine months. Okay, what we're going to do is probably purchase a nice six month, nine month, 12 month uh, uh, treasury and get maybe 1%. We can definitely do that. They're, they're auctioning those off right now. The downside to that is that we know during the next Fed meeting, they're going to raise rates maybe 25 to 50 basis points. So that means there's going to be another auction coming out. So you could ladder your cash to get a nice little return, better than money markets. So that may be an option there. If you have any questions about laddering some treasuries. Give us a call here at 980s Capital Group. Of course, this is the 980s podcast. We're here to help. We're here to educate, empower, and engage. And that's what we're here to do. Help you offset the risk and still get some type of return if you're looking to go into cash. If you're looking to go into fixed income, like I said before, fixed income may not be the best option, but there are other options out there. For example, what we do, what we typically do is we use a bond replacement like a life insurance policy. We talk about that. If you have any questions about that, give us a call. We can show you how returns correlated with bonds using a life insurance policy actually may make sense for some people. But again, it doesn't make sense for everybody. And finally, from an equities perspective, 
if you're looking to see, well, what, how does rising interest rate impact my equities? Well, depending on where you are on, in the equity spectrum, whether you're in the NASDAQ or the S&P, you need to make sure that your companies that you're investing in, whether it be index funds, whether it be actual stocks, that there is a significant revenue stream in those companies, in those indexes. Why is that? Well, it's because if your company is not making any money, interest rates will cause their price to earnings multiples to come down. Hands down. Questions on that? Give us a call. We can have a, we can have a conversation about how that works. Today, again, we're just talking about Tina. There is no alternative. What we talked about, cash. Cash may or may not be the best place for you. If you have questions about where to put your cash, give us a call. We may talk about laddering some maturities on the treasury, spe treasury spectrum. Part two, bonds. Bonds are not, not, the, not the best place to be right now because what happens? Rising interest rates means lower principal in your bond portfolio. So when we talk about Tina, part three, we're talking about moving monies into equities, moving money, moving, moving monies into more risk. And that's what the government is basically trying to do is move us off of the quote unquote spectrum of safety and back into the overall global markets. That's the only alternative at this point. However, it's not, I said it was the only alternative. It's not the only alternative, but, but it's the alternative a lot of people are using at this present time. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for joining us. As I always say, join us here at 90s Capital Group. Subscribe to the channel. I always get my book, MLB to CFP, live on Apple Books. You want to learn a little bit about Kevin Thompson. Please don't hesitate to give us a call at 980s at 9i Cap Group. Send us an email there or go to our website, 980scapitalgroup.com to schedule an appointment if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Because you know what we're here to do. Educate, empower, and engage. And if you're empowered and you're educated, please don't hesitate to give us a call and learn a little bit about Tina. There is no alternative. And Kevin, if there is no alternative, what's the alternative? <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. Stay humble and stay safe.